Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. In fact, the, the last time I did an intro to one of these, I didn't trim out the clearing throat cough. I think that might be a thing I quite enjoy putting on a podcast. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. So basically we just mess around. Although the other day, I was on the way back from a stand-up gig on Saturday night and I had an idea of some new things to do in the podcast-only version. <gasps> yeah, I got plans and things like that. More details on that still to come. Um, but keep get subscribed is what I'm saying because there's going to be some podcast-only interviews and stuff that I've got lined up, all, almost lined up. I've sent some messages. I could be totally ignored and it'll never happen. We'll find out, won't we? But meanwhile, this is a podcast of what we did on radio earlier today. It sounds something like this. Loads sitting ahead of us. Firstly, music by Betty Boo next. Some uh, champagne. Some Heather Small, not too far away. How was your weekend? Good times? Yeah, I've had a good one myself. Um, and I'm already looking forward to getting back on the radio. That's how well the gigs went this weekend. <laughs> you know when the stand-ups might have been a bit ropey when I turn up and I'm like, oh, I'm really glad I do radio. So today on the show, we'll be looking at news that Argos have made some changes that might be upsetting people. Janet Jackson might be vetoed on this show. Uh, what's this one written down there? Brandy. No idea what that's about. We'll find out. With it. Oh, no, it's uh, Sir Graham Brady. We'll be talking about him, and there's a piece of news about tea bags. What more could you literally want from your radio? This is an interesting piece of news that I thought we should know. We've known for a while that it is a cliche that Brits take tea bags abroad. They've done research on it, and the majority of Brits pack tea bags when they go on holiday. So it's, it's real, it's not just a cliche. Uh, seven in ten admitted that they shove some in their suitcase. Even more, we're talking around 80% of Brits say that they can never find proper brews overseas. That's why we do it, because I was in France years and years ago. I don't really, can't afford foreign holidays these days, nor do I want to have to try and fight my way through Dover. The joke that we did on Ministry of Offence was so difficult to leave the country now, the only way to get to France is to get a lift back with the people traffickers. Um, but, yeah, we walked around oh, ages trying to get some proper tea. You just can't find any at all. But anyway, according to this piece of research, half claimed that their tea bags offered a taste of home when they're abroad. I always worry about um, being stopped at customs with loads of tea because it just looks like you're using it to smuggle other things in. But years ago, I was handed a phrase book when I went to Italy and the, the phrase book was from the 1950s. And one of the phrases that it taught you was, I have three pounds of tea for my personal use if you get stopped in customs. Brilliant. Are there any things that you'd take abroad whenever you go? Uh, a couple of exes ago, she t as much as she might have not been the nicest person, she taught me something. Whenever you go abroad, don't just take the adapter, take a four-block extension as well, so that you plug it in the wall, and all of a sudden you've got four British plugs rather than sockets, rather than just the one. So she was good for something. Is there anything that you do when you head abroad? Weirdly, over the weekend, one of my ears went a bit weird, so this is not sounding stereo to me. Really interesting. I'm get Tell you what, though, I sound great out of the right speaker. On my left side, one of the worst shows I've ever done. And um, it's in the news today. Argos has ditched the phrase two-man delivery after complaints, and it says in the newspaper from woke customers that it was sexist. My first point on this would be, why do newspapers have to pretend that this is some new woke thing? Oh, no, people don't like the phrase two-man delivery because it might be women. That's been going on since, I remember, in the 80s. The trend of not saying chairman, you have to say chair. That for a while they tried to say chairperson. But that, that's been going on for ages, hasn't it? And quite rightly so, that if a job might be filled by a man or a woman, don't call it a man. 
Like, you can't blame modern-day wokery on the fact that postmen aren't called postmen. But why are they trying to rewrite history as if somehow it's this modern thing? Even in the article, Frank Frady, I've interviewed him a few times uh, when I was working elsewhere, he said that there's pressure on companies to normalise gender-neutral language. No, there's not. Just to not use just men if it's men and women. What? Anyway. I mean, obviously, it does feel like you can take these kind of things too far. You know, if you ban the word man. Because there's a sign in an, in an Argos somewhere that says two-man delivery and people tweeted saying, oh, is it definitely men? Why aren't you hiring women? And then they say, no, we are hiring women. And they said, well, why don't you say that? Yeah, seems fair. You could take it far, and I'm probably going to take it too far. I think this would wind up the right people. I'm going to start my campaign to just ban the word man just because it will wind people up and they'll call it woke. So from now on, if I travel to uh, up north, I'll go to Personchester. I now support Personchester United. Um, it's a two-person canoe, obviously. That financial company that was all involved in the credit crunch, uh, Gold Person Sachs. Yep, some of that. I could get on the train from here and nip to uh, Personing Tree in Essex. What else have we got? Uh, People Thole Cigarettes. Any idea, if you'd like to add to my list, they're all welcome. In the papers today, a shoplifter who stole bubbly worth £590 has been banned from boozing for three years. Uh, Michael Gibson nicked £402 Bollinger. Oof. From Waitrose, of course. Um, oh, Waitrose is the theme of today's video on social media. If you track me down at Mr. Stephen Allen, I've got a little uh, video about a woman who was outside Waitrose doing something you shouldn't. That's the kind of thing you should do outside Little, not Waitrose. But anyway, so this Michael Gibson, uh, he nicked a couple of bottles and he admitted to uh, stealing luxury clothing as well. But he's been banned from the stores and he's been banned from drinking. Here's the difficult thing, though. When it gets to the end of his three-month sentence, how's he going to celebrate? Because, no, because you've given him a reason to celebrate. And you know what he's like? He'll be off down the shops trying to see what he can get. There's a new rule to be introduced into this show. You know we have very few rules. We play it fast and loose. The only What, what rules have we got on the show so far? Um, never trust a Trump. That's about it, really. There's a new one that's been... Uh, I'm bringing it in. It's that I don't think we're ever going to play Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation. This is in the papers. Singer Janet Jackson's hit Rhythm Nation has a pitch so high it can break your laptop, computer experts claim. The 1989 tune produces vibrations known as resonant frequency that cause tech to crash. Engineers at Microsoft made the discovery when they were playing on their Windows XP computers. They kept stalling whenever they played the song. And software engineer Ray Raymond Chen described it as extremely weird. I think I need to ban this song because if you call in and like request that, I don't know if you're requesting that song or you're just trying to take me off air. You're trying to just trigger a trap from the inside. Oh, Steve, could you do me a favour? Yeah, what is it? Could you play Rhythm Nation? Why do you like the song? No, I just wish you'd shut up for a while. So, I think we've got a new rule on the show. No Rhythm Nation. Previously on the show, previously, we'll get Martin's jingle back for that at some stage, but we're talking about if you travel abroad and you're a Brit, the odds are you're going to take some tea bags. And it's not our fault. It's because foreign countries, they don't know what tea is. They have no clue. What are you doing? Anyway, Oh, while we're talking travelling, I'll bring you this news. Jet setters will soon be able to travel from London to New York in just three and a half hours as airlines pile in orders for a new supersonic jet. 
That's great. It means that you'll be able to lose your luggage even faster. Only, only three and a half hours in the air. I mean, still five hours in an airport these days, but the air bit's getting quicker. Never mind. Um, so we were asking, if you do travel, what do you like to take? Well, on this, Valerie from America, of course, tells the story the other way round. The question would be, what do you bring with you when you come to Romford? Sends me a voice note. If you want to do voice notes, you can get in touch on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. Right, what you got? Hey, Steve. So when I travel to Romford, which I do often, I always bring a small suitcase full of Hershey's Candy Kisses. You can get them over there, but they're a lot more expensive. But I found that you can trade them for unbelievable things. It's almost like having cigarettes in prison. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not going to tell you what I trade them for. Huh? I'll leave that to your imagination. I've just imagined one, actually, but thank you. I've just imagined a second one now. Oh, I'm going to be doing this all afternoon. All right good to know. I, yeah, I know you can get them over here. They probably cost more, probably because we have to put duty on them or something. Like petrol. Nightmare. We're talking about this thing at Argos. They've taken down their signs that offer a two-man delivery because you they can't guarantee that it's men. And also the phrase two-man delivery also sounds like maybe they're delivering two men. So no wonder people were upset. I waited in all day and I didn't even get two blokes at the end of it. Um... But I've decided to launch a similar campaign just to wind up the newspapers. Uh, banning the word man. Not allowed to use the word man anymore. Um, what can we go for? Uh, John gets in touch and says, uh, just been to church and at the end of the Lord's Prayer, I said, a them. <laughs> uh, what else do you send through? It says, um, just heard that song Mandy by Barry Himalo. Well, I like it, but I suppose it'd be Himdi by Barry Himdalo. And he said there's also that old group, Him for and Him. Well, we could be here all day now, can't we? Thank you for those. Couple of, I was going to do a little uh, political update for us on the show, just because... Well, we've not talked a lot of politics. I can understand how it's been going on a long while. In fact, uh, the Tory grandee who helped to organise the race to become the next PM, Sir Graham Brady, has said it's dragged on too long. Well, you're in charge of it, mate. I think it is true. You know, the, he's the chair of the 1922 committee. I think that's because... Um, that's when this race race started, by the feel of it. Have they not picked one yet? This, this race for PM has been going on so long. I'd, I'd settle for an eeny, miny, meeny, mo one. Just get it, so get it over and done with. And it's annoying because none of them are going to be as good as the Prime Minister of Finland. Have you seen pictures of her? This is uh, Ms. Martin. Is it Senna Martin? Sanna. Sanna, Martin, Sanna Marin. Clearly saying it wrong, aren't I? She's the one who was filmed dancing in a nightclub. And of all of the politicians that we've seen dance, right? I'm sure Boris Johnson parties like the rest of them. Michael Goh's been partying. Everyone remembers Theresa May doing the Maybot. And then the upsetting thing is, the woman in Finland can actually dance. Oh, why can't we get one of those? Why don't we use Strictly to pick the next Prime Minister? Because at least they're able to dance. And let's be honest, they couldn't do a worse job. There you go. We were talking about... New survey says, I mean, why do they even bother doing this, that Brits take tea bags abroad? Of course we do, because you're not going to get tea bags if not. I mean, um, but what else do you take abroad that you just can't find over there or, or a habit you've got into when it comes to travelling? Uh, Jason gets in touch and says, Steve, I once tried to take tomato ketchup with me because sometimes you just can't get it and I love it on food. Due to the low, oh, I guess it must have been back in the day before fluids were an issue. He said, due to the low pressure in the hold, if 
by the time I got to the destination, opened the pack, opened the bag, it had exploded everywhere. So not only did I not get any tomato ketchup, but my clothes were a mess. Huh. Also, I imagine it's a good job no one in the customs opened up your case, because that must have looked like a crime scene. I watch a lot of Border Force, and you get in trouble trying to smuggle some duck neck through, but open up a case and it's all red fluids in there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, thank you for the comments and all this lot that we've been doing. Things that you'd take abroad, uh, we'll maybe we continue these tomorrow with any other business. Now we've got the feature. And in the f first hour of the show, we were talking about, I'm trying to ban the word man just to wind up the newspapers and pretend that it's all about sexism and stuff. Um, Stuart says, I've just eaten a mandarin. I guess I'd have to call that a person-darin. Or I could just call it a clementine, but isn't that a woman's name? You're right, that makes it worse, if anything. And that's about it for a podcast for another day. We'll try and do one tomorrow because it's a bit easier to do them. Now I've got the kit set up in the shed. Now I can go direct from shed to podcast. Yeah, new plans on stuff to do with the podcast. So do get subscribed because there'll be some extra non-broadcast pod. You know, like an actual podcast. We'll be doing those soon. Um, get subscribed wherever you found this. And tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen because it's nice just to have something to reply to every so often. Because I get lonely in the shed. Till next time. Bye.